Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. If you win it, you're taking the cash option, correct? Oh, for sure. All right. What is the cash option these days? Uh, like five hundred million. Oh, well, that'd be nice. But a lot of those <laughs> bags of candy. Boy, that'd be nice. That would be nice. That's the most understated phrase of all time. Powerball's at one billion dollars. Right, over a billion dollars. Yep. The drawing is tonight. The drawing's tonight, so we don't want him. We don't want to forget about that. Right, and the cash out option just under half a billion. Boy, that'd be nice. <laughs> Matthew Perry, the Diane Sawyer interview was on ABC on Friday. Did you get to watch it at all? I didn't watch any of it. I didn't see any of the highlights. I saw, of course, all the lead-in. Was Friday- there any surprises, or had they given away the goat by that time? It, they had, I guess, but also it's just, it is wild. It's intriguing. It, it's it's sad. Oh, it's oh, very, sure. very sad. One of the most famous TV actors of our generation, and you get just the open look at how wild and terrible his life was. I mean, crazy. One of the things I have to deal with is that my family rushed to the hospital and were told that I have a 2% chance to make it through the night. And, you know, my mom heard that, and my dad heard that. As he heals from all he's been through, there's still wear and tear on his voice and speech and the scars on his body like a warrior back from battle. I once saw Martin Sheen at at a podium and he said, uh, I want to tell you a story about a guy who goes to St. Peter's office. He dies and he goes to St. Peter's office and St. Peter says, do you have any scars? And the man very proudly says, no, I don't. And St. Peter says, why? Was there nothing worth fighting for? And I liked hearing that, obviously. Wow. Jay, and that was the start of the interview. Man. It it is. It's one of those things I don't know if ABC has it on their website, but it's it's worth putting some time into a little bit if you were intrigued at all with the show Friends, which most people were. Yeah, for sure. His life was insane. He was drinking every day when he was 18, every day. Jennifer Aniston, we, we had seen the clip about that before the interview, but Jennifer Aniston called him out on his drinking. I mean, it, it's insane, that man's story. It, terribly scary, terribly sad, and maybe good for a lot of people to hear. It's just, man, it was Does he a have wild. a book? Is that what it is? He has a book coming out? He's got a book coming out. Okay. Yep, which is why he did the interview. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a, it's a crazy one. Again, you watch the show Friends, and you don't think... Anything is happening behind the scenes. You kind of forget that people are real people and they have their own struggles and yeah, everything. you're just enjoying the show for what it is. And you hear that, oh, these people all make $1 million a moment or whatever it was. Right. It's like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're living it up. Or they have a 2% chance of living, making it through a night in a hospital. You, Crazy. You, you forget. Sometimes you think, boy, I would be, you know, all that money and all that fame. And then they, you realize there's a lot that's behind that. And I always liked Matthew Perry. Oh, I feel like absolutely. I always, and I feel like I always wondered why he wasn't in more stuff after Friends. Like Jennifer Aniston in stuff after Friends, obviously. I yeah. always wonder why Matthew Perry wasn't. I, maybe this is part of that reason. Well, I'm sure it had a, it played a role. And it, it's, yeah, man, it's a wild story from one of the most popular TV shows in the history of television. I, I would have liked to watch it. I Again, I don't even remember what I was doing Friday night, but it was uh, not watching TV, apparently. But yeah, that I would be worth a look, I feel like. Friday night was insane because Friday night had, you could have watched that interview. Gonzaga had their pay-per-view game. 
and Cody Johnson was in town. Right. And Chris Young was in town. And Randy was that Hauser. Night? That was Saturday. And, oh. And Randy Hauser. Never mind. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, that's all right. That's how little I know about the week. Yeah, you were close enough. Uh, it, yeah, it was a wild, it was a busy, busy Saturday night or Friday night. Plus, went driving to the arena, the amount of trunk or treats that looked to be going on around the neighborhood. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. There was one right down the street from us. And it was happening while the people were trying to park for Cody Johnson. The line was all the way to Boone. Oh. From about three blocks north or sa- yeah, north of Boone. So parking was pretty good around here oh then my on Friday? Seemed oh, like it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But you had, you had a lot of choices Friday night, and you chose none of them. Thank you. Jay and Kevin's Hot Topics. Topics. I was at the uh, Halloween party at the YMCA till 7, and then I had soup and half a sandwich, went to bed. Um, really? What kind of sandwich? I had grilled cheese. It's twice in a week. I don't know if that makes me a kid or just lazy. No, that's a really good treat. Did you see Willie Nelson's house? His rural retreat? Well, I don't know how many houses Willie has. I saw this picture. It looks like it would be Willie Nelson's house. It's very small. It's like a log cabin. Have you seen the picture of it? No, I have not. Okay, so it's, uh, well, what does it say? Three bedrooms, one bathroom, log cabin, which he apparently built for himself way back in the day, about half an hour outside of Nashville. Now, I saw that it was $2.5 million. Oh, my gosh. For a three-bedroom, one-bath. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Well, it's only selling for that because it's a half an hour out of Nashville and it's Willie Nelson's house. Has a very cool porch, you know, kind of the stone on the outside. You know, the porch is, like, made out of, like, rock. Very cool. The railing is very um, rustic-looking. Everything about it is rustic. It has, like, elevated bedrooms, but not too high because it's just a little loft. It's only a one story. And then I realized, oh, the part that they left out is it's on 150 acres. Oh, my gosh. Well, well there you go. <laughs> like, well, now it actually seems maybe too cheap. I mean, two and a half million for 150 acres in just outside of Nashville. That seems pretty good, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you just happen to have a house on it. Right. Like, who cares? That is Willie Nelson's. Man. Yeah, because that's a tiny log cabin now that I'm looking at it. Yeah, you kind of buried the lead, though, that it's 150 acres. Yeah, that is that makes a lot more sense. You can buy, you can build a lot of those cabins on there. <laughs> you could subdivide that out quite a bit. But that that one's actually legit. I thought, oh, okay, well, there you go. The land surrounding the cabin offers a breathtaking slice of unspoiled Tennessee and ensures maximum quiet and privacy. You think? <laughs> Unless it's one of those weird ones where it's 250 acres or 150 acres and they put the house right next to the boundary by the road. You have, have you seen those, oh, right? Yeah. Where you go, oh, is the, their front yard is four feet and it's somebody else's property after that, but there's 149 and three quarter acres in the back. I also would like to know the amount right of times. I would like to know the amount of times Willie Nelson was actually in this house. Five. I, I don't know though. Does it not look like Willie could have left there? And I mean, just that's his getaway. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in the middle of, you know, it's like, like they said, 150 acres. You got a pond right behind the house. It's kind of really is nestled in the middle of it, way better than what it could have been. Yeah. But also, I feel like so many people have all these, like the big celebrities have all these houses. And then it's, you know, it's, oh, this is Garth's house that he was in once. Yeah, right. 
Exactly. And you're like, why are they selling their home? Well, because they didn't know they had it until they ran across some kind of banking thing. Yeah, right. And he's like, what am I? What is this payment? Well, that's the electrical at your house right outside Nashville. My what outside of where? <laughs> 150 acres? What? It literally looks like just somebody's cabin that, I mean, I, I don't even think it's really technically has a bedroom, just has a little loft. Yeah. I mean, it's kind—it's of, cool looking. It is but, really cool looking. I would gladly take it when I win the Powerball. Yeah, you know what? If you're going to take that 500 million cash out, which, by the way, that'd be pretty nice, um, then you could buy Willie's uh, Willie's house for two and a half. Like it was nothing. Yeah. Heck yeah! Put Heck, a bunch you, of stuff on 150 you, acres. You could probably buy it fully furnished. <laughs> Jay, Kevin, and I mean, maybe let's go crazy. Gay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. <laughs> Kevin James. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. I mean, the busiest, greatest, fantastic, most fantastic day in radio history today. Still a lot left to give away. We're going to qualify somebody for the $500 of Christmas cash. We give away Christmas cash every Friday. And we'll qualify somebody at 10 o'clock. That's your next chance. And then throughout the day, we continue that. Got some George Strait tickets to give away. Her to him. And uh, George Strait. George, George Strait. Uh, tomorrow, uh, more Shania tickets, more George Strait tickets, more Christmas cash. And don't forget, go to our Facebook page, Coyote Country, and you're going to see there an incredible prize that you have a chance to win just by commenting. Yeah, that thing is awesome. Yeah, the Walker Hayes VIP giveaway, and it includes a ton of stuff. Check it out on the Coyote Country Facebook page. Uh-oh. Spooky, Trying to get scary. spooky, guys. It is oh, Halloween. Happy Halloween, everyone. It is Halloween. <laughs> Halloween is scary, spooky. It's dangerous out there on the streets, Jay. Ooh. Ooh. What is the number one way people are getting hurt when it comes to Halloween? Oh, gosh. Uh, is it a good old-fashioned axe murderer? No, it's not. <laughs> it's surprisingly, it's not. A fall? Is it a ghost coming and taking you away? Mm, I wouldn't think so. No, it's not. It is not. Contrary to popular movie beliefs. Um, did you say a fall? I did say a fall. Hey, a fall is on the list, Jay. In fact, it is the... Well, depends. What, what kind of fall are we talking about? Uh, I was just going to say like a trip. You know, like a startled and oops. Number four. Mm. Number four. A trip on a costume yeah. is number four. A fall while putting up or taking down decorations is number two. Ooh. And that's probably number one at Christmas. Oh, but it's yeah. because at Christmas you don't do the number one activity. You don't get on the roof, right? Well, no, falling on, well, you do at Christmas. That's But the, just not at Halloween. Like, you don't do, you, nobody's getting uh, on the roof. Some people do, and they say oh, falling gosh. while putting up, falling anywhere while putting up or taking down decorations for Halloween is number two. But okay. the number one thing that gets you hurt at Halloween, you do not do at Christmas, which is why falling is number one at Christmas. Oh, I see. So I'm going to say, well, wear a mask. It is carving them Oh, of course. Pumpkins. Oh, of course. You have 44% <laughs> of Halloween-related injuries are at the hand of that there knife. While you are carving Halloween jack-o'-lanterns up, and you're probably mad at your kid because they made a design that's way too elaborate, or you're trying to show off a little bit, and the next thing you know, blood. Blood. That one I can see. I always forget about it. 
I don't know why. I guess I've been lucky so far. I haven't like. I I don't even want to say it because I feel like I'm jinxing myself. I I do love that they also released with this study some good safety tips. Okay, like don't like put don't your carve hand pumpkins. inside the pumpkin to steady it. Well, yeah, I mean, well, come on. <laughs> also, I, what are you using? I, right, are you using the butcher's knife that is later going to be used by the killer in the neighborhood? Don't we all still use the little the little saw that comes with the kit, or are you're, people like literally using steak knives and you're holding the inside to steady it and you just stab yourself through your hand? Yeah, people have to be using butcher's knives to do that. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. And I do understand the butcher's knife is a lot easier, but my gosh, if you don't know, those are dangerous right off the bat. They're <laughs> terrifying. Like it's kind of on you at that point. They're terrifying. Yeah, uh, cut away from yourself. Yeah, no way. How do we do? What? How are you doing it otherwise? Although, how do you cut a pumpkin away from yourself? Well, I, I mean, you cut. Well, I guess, you, of course, you would because yeah, you're going you to the to. inside. Yeah, now that it's I think stabby, of it. Stabby, stabby, not, not. How would you do it the other well, way? Are like, you this? Hold, like, are people. Is there somebody <laughs> that holds the pumpkin in their, like, their right hand and then their left arm? They're holding the pumpkin against their chest. Against their body. Looking down over the front of it. Yeah, that's how you'd have to do and it. And they have the knife and they're, like, looking down, like, okay. <laughs> Stab at <laughs> no, the eyes. No. What in the world? <laughs> yeah, that one would that wouldn't be almost impossible. Uh, they also say make sure to bring your pumpkin in. This is too late for you now. If you're carving, if you're a day of carver, bring your pumpkin inside at least a day before you carve it because cold pumpkins are oh, harder sure. to cut. Yeah. Oh man. Some of these are amazing. If you cut yourself, apply pressure with a sterile dressing. Mm. I'd say ranch. But, like, not light. Mm, Go to yeah. a hospital emergency department or urgent care center if you have n- numbness or tingling and can't stop the bleeding. Well, yeah, I, I, I... Come on. Oh! I... <laughs> yeah, I worry. I, I worry a lot. Again, we did this the story earlier today that said three out of five people think their pets are smarter than humans. These are the kind of stories that I didn't think about when I when I was making fun of the, the pets. So basically, you don't ever have to tell your pet not to cut toward itself or if it can't stop the bleeding to go to urgent care. Right. Well, I'll just see if I if I'll just let this bleed and wake up in the morning and see if it's OK. It'll have taken care of itself. Good that's a night. guy thing to say. Good night. I don't understand how that's even possible. Some no. of these things. I do. I do feel bad for the people who trip on their costumes tonight while trick or treating and get an actual oh, injury. Yeah. That, that one I've said, that one's happened before many times. I remember my daughter. Uh, I think was running one time. Friend stepped on the back of it. Whoop, boom. Candy won't fix that injury. No, that's well, a bummer. I mean, not right away. It will eventually. I, I think we have got we have successfully today gone with outfits that are. Not loose around the feet. Yeah, that's a good idea. So we're we're all tight around the the feet. I think everything cinches up pretty nicely. So my daughter's not going to be looking to run and run and get hurt. Although her character is Catboy from PJ Masks, who's known for his super speed. So Uh-oh. the more of the chance for the tripping is not from the costume, but just from a three-year-old trying to run as fast as they can. Has she been doing that? Oh, up and down the hallway like crazy. Like, look how fast I am? Catboy super speed. Catboy super speed. Catboy super speed. And it works for a 20-foot flat hallway. It's going to be a lot different on a slanted, long, downhill stretch of sidewalk. Wet and cold stretch of sidewalk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Don't forget your umbrellas. (laughs) Has that changed at all yet? I don't think so. Let me double check the hourly. Let me see. It's important to know. Right now it says, oops, that's the wrong city. I wanted to see what it was like in my old hometown. Uh, rain. Oh, yeah, it's way later now. Not till 8 o'clock. 
Like it might rain a little be, in the day. That's fine. But then if it doesn't rain till eight, you guys will be done by eight, won't you? Never. I do not ever mind it raining on the high schoolers. No, that's fine. In fact, I, I encourage it. Yep, because that, okay. The perfect Halloween is is nice and warm and no wind. And then right at like 830, it just opens up. And you know what? I, I will say I'm more likely to be happy to give out candy to the kids who might be a little too old to do it if they're in the rain. And wearing costumes. Yeah, if, they, if they're willing to go in the rain, if they're that diehard to get a 50 cents worth of candy, I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. And Just what, don't get there before the little kids do. I think that's fair. And don't uh, get there after what time? Oh. I'd say after 8.30. I think 8.30 is the cutoff. 8.30 is kind of that time. Uh, To Wayne, who has texted in his ideals for his cutting of pumpkins, those pocket knives are way too sharp. Yeah, see you at the hospital. Yep. Thanks for stopping by, Wayne. Wayne's also probably the Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Hi, I'm Carrie Underwood. Kevin James. Wishing you a happy Halloween. The Ooh. Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. All righty then. Uh, I did notice this on television this morning. I was watching one of your favorite shows, the news, and um, they did this thing where they cut away and they, got, they were doing a story about something that had happened in San Francisco and then they cut away and they go, here's all, and it's dark, you know, so it's kind of hard to tell what's, all you see is city lights. Here's a live look at San Francisco. And I look and I'm like, well, that's the Space Needle. That's very identifiable. And about the time that I said it out loud to myself, someone must have told the reporter in their ear because they were like, here's a live look at San Francisco. And. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, you can't show the Seattle skyline to people who live in this area without them recognizing no, it. No, no, you can't. It's pretty doggone recognizable. I mean, she figured a way around it, but it was like, eh. At that point, you should just identify, oh, actually, that's Seattle, our bad, instead of trying to continue on. Because I think if you continue on, you're not fooling anyone. Unless they moved the Space Needle to San Francisco. Do you know? Did you see? I don't think they did. I think we, well, I don't know, maybe we did a trade. Maybe we got the Golden Gate Bridge to the Puget Ooh, Sound, okay. some, some of the islands, and they got the Space Needle. That'd be kind of a cool trade. I mean, if you won the Powerball, you could possibly just buy the Space Needle and move it yourself if you want. Yeah, I would buy the Golden Gate Bridge. Okay. I'd maybe well, I'd that or Brooklyn and just get it to Bainbridge. Okay. Good luck. So you don't have to always take the ferry. Yeah, I got what you're saying there. I would, I, I, <sighs> I really like that area a lot, a lot, a lot. And now I'm just, I've found myself in the last couple of weeks, especially after going to the Mariners game, defending Seattle. Really? And it's a bummer because anymore if you defend Seattle, people immediately just think it's political. Oh, I see. And it's saying, like, yeah. what happened? No. I don't know anything about politics. You're I talking just, about just the traffic. I just think it's rad. Normally it, people would go traffic or you know, crime or whatever, or too many people or whatever they would say. Yeah. But, but it, for another week, it's going to be, oh, boy. No, it's just like, I said, I told someone, I go, man, I loved going to Seattle. I loved it. Every time I'm over there, I feel like it's just great. And they said, well, of course, you no. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> I go, hang on. Have a neck no, away man. Me, relax. I liked it because when you're over there, all the wood, like the forest is so beautiful mm, when you're yeah. flying in. The air smells amazing because of it. 
it's just got kind of that this time of year, it's got that fall vibe where you're not afraid that it's going to snow on you, but it is chillier. Yeah. You get to wear the sweatshirt. And I don't know. I like how the atmosphere is over there. The temperature is over there. It just felt good, and it looks so pretty, and you got the ocean there and stuff. But no, immediately I got drugged down into the bottom of the ocean. I, I had <laughs> cement boots put on my feet, and I was thrown verbally down into the Puget Sound. <laughs> just because I like how dare the woods. You? Just because yeah. I thought the forests over there were extremely, extremely beautiful. I have an idea about Halloween. I want to run past you. Yeah. It happened accidentally while I was watching that same newscast when one of the reporters tried to say trick-or-treat and accidentally said trick-or-trade. And I thought, trick-or-trade? Whoa, are we on to something here? Okay, what is trick-or-trade? So do you go to the house and you have candy bars or minis or whatever they are, whatever candy it is that you don't necessarily care for, and you go, trick-or-trade, and they come to the door, trick-or-trade, what are we doing? I've got these... Three Musketeers, and I don't like them. Can I trade for an extra piece of whatever they have that you like? Oh, man. So you could build your candy supply to be more tailor-made toward you. Yeah. I think, I mean. Are you doing it if a kid comes to the house and wants to trick or trade, and you guys have, well, you guys have like what, the minis, the variety pack or something? Yep. Yep. So he's got like just a regular Hershey's. But he likes Reese's. Now, keep in mind, you're going to run out of Reese's faster that way. Well, I'm always going to ask for more candy than what I'm giving. Oh, so you would get like a one versus one candy bar with a candy bar to be named later. So, I, well, I want I want as they come to the house and they say, oh, this is great, Mr. Widmer, you have, you have Reese's peanut butter cups. I really didn't like these. And I would say, well, you need to give me two. To that one, so that my candy supply grows. Yeah, so you're and actually I can keep giving candy out longer. You're increasing your supply of candy. Yeah, because now, they might are be terrible pick at through the end. your good stuff. Yeah, and you're going to have a bunch of Necco wafers at the end, Ugh. but you're going to have a lot of them. Right. That's that's a big one. I mean, what's better, candy that you dislike or lots of candy you dislike? Right. Good candy or more bad candy. Yeah. And I wouldn't accept. I don't. I wouldn't accept Tootsie Rolls. Like Necco wafers, I wouldn't accept. I would want it to be a candy that I know I could give out, but I would want two of them. So like Tootsie Roll, the kid's like, trick or trade, Mr. Widmer. And you're like, what do you got for me, buddy? I've got five Tootsie Rolls for one Reese's peanut butter cup. You're like, no, you can keep those, but you can still have one peanut butter cup. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, I think that's fair. Absolutely. What if I give you a hundred Tootsie Rolls for two cups? Get out of here. Yeah, I'm going to ask what house they got 100 Tootsie Rolls from, and I'm going to go egg that house the second trick-or-treating's done. Not uh, not really. No, 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 no. I would never Fake, do that. Fake, but that's classic Seattle-liker. Yeah. Totally. That's such a Seattle-like thinking to go yeah. egg someone's house because you is. didn't like their political views on candy. Oh, I really like Seattle, and everybody eggs everybody's house. It's great. What are you doing? Do you think that we will... That, will people really come through this year and prominently display... Their political signs tonight, in right in right next to the Halloween stuff, just so we know. Oh my god! Because that's my fear. Well, my fear is not necessarily that they have their political signs moved and prominently displayed on the way up to walk up to their house. My fear is that I kick over all of them. I mean, if they already had them up, well, then I guess then that's keep fine. them there. But I'm worried that tonight is going to be a night where we really go all in oh, and we move man. them to really be exemplified right next to the candy. So it's it's candidate X mm-hmm. right next to the bowl of candy. So you can't miss it. 
where you might miss it if it's just in the in the front yard where I it normally understand. is. Yeah. I just have a feeling tonight that's going to be the thing that's going to tempt me to rip down a lot of stuff. So this is going to be a new Jay and Kevin rule. Always the last, did we decide Friday of the month for October for Halloween? Yep. Okay. So the last Friday of the month is now Halloween going forward forever. And then it's also that night for about two hours, you have to take your signs down. Yeah. And then you can put them right back up. And you can put them right back up. I just it, That's just the one thing I feel like is going to get in the way tonight that could cause some problems, and I just don't want the problems. We don't want the problems when you're out trick-or-treating no. with the kids. We, all we want is fun. You know, you get the one parent who's going up to get candy and has to throw a cheap shot on the way out Yeah, to the guy who just gave your kid candy. <laughs> right. And then the wrong person is going to say the wrong thing to the wrong person, and we're going to have fist fights between dads in parking lots or in driveways. That's not what we're looking for. Yeah, the little ghost kid is like, oh, this is bad. And then someone actually can say, my dad beat up your dad. It's <laughs> not good. The big 999 Coyote Country. Let's not do it. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Rats, there goes my boat. Rats, there goes my candy. Kevin James. My boat's gone. My candy's gone. Dead pirates are coming any minute. It's past my bedtime. I want to go home. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. All right, well, at 10 o'clock, we are going to go ahead and qualify somebody else for Christmas cash. Every Friday, we're giving away $500 worth of cash. $500 cash. That's nice. That's a nice little gift. A little Christmas present for yourself or family or whatever you want to do with it. So Christmas cash every Friday, chance to qualify at 8, 10, noon, 2, and 4. Uh, big Halloween night. I just, I don't know how much of it you want to use in your final thought here, but it just your plan is you're not giving out candy, but you are giving out candy. We are giving out candy, but we're also trick-or-treating. So you're not handing out candy, but you're giving out candy. We are. We're the house That's that fair. you can go up and dump the whole bucket into your bag and get out of there. Is that a pretty high or low percentage, do you think, in your neighborhood? I'm I'm real interested in that, Jay, because mom and dad, you do want to go out when your kids, especially when they're this age. And you want to go out together because you don't want to do the thing, well, man, it was so fun. You should have seen her do this. Yeah. And then one of them's at, you know, one of the parents is at home going, oh, there uh, will be an age where I say, which one of us gets to stay home oh, for and hand sure. out candy? Yeah. We're not there yet. Yeah. Right now we're still a cute age. Oh, so I know. This is great. You're at the perfect age. Well, there's a lot, though, in our neighborhood who are in that same boat. So I'm curious as mm-hmm. to how many people will be doing the table with the take the candy. I, I imagine there will be a good handful of people that are like that. But I also know we have a ton of people who love setting up a fun environment in their driveway for our kids to walk up. I feel like it, it kind of goes, want to take the kids out. You know, like I think next year... You will be even in a better spot because Huck will be a little older. Yeah. And then you'll still have to Hallelujah. carry the new baby. Say, but can you say that again just one more time? The fact that you'll have to carry the new baby nope, next year? No, nope, don't say that ever again. Never, ever say that ever what, again as long as you live. What happened? So I need you to say the part about it'll be better because Huck will be older. Can you okay, say that again? It'll be better probably next year because Huck will be a little bit older. God bless you, Jay Daniels. And then uh, also you still have to carry the infant, but it, it's fine. So, um... What? Oh, man, that terrifies me. That is such a scary... That's scarier than Halloween. That's scarier than The Exorcist. What does the song say? It says... Hold on a second. Let me find it. Hold on a second. We've got the song. You know what song I'm talking about? Uh, it's... 
Anna and Sean sitting in a tree. K-I-S-S-I-N-G. First comes. It's not once, not twice, not third times a chunk. It's the charming baby. It's not once, not twice, yo, third times a chunk. Once, twice, third times a chunk. Got no surprises, gonna get you them prizes. Once, twice, third times a chunk. What a prize. You, you made this song. And what a prize that would be, Jay. <laughs> what a, a prize that would be. Surprise. Um, I, I, but I am... I am excited tonight to go out and see the kiddos running around. I feel like it's very young. Both parents like to go. Yep. A little older, alternate. Yeah. Possibly. Older yet, in the driveway with the with the friends. And and there gets to the point where you remember when you liked your kids when they weren't <laughs> making you mad by doing everything wrong, you know, and, and you're just like, I wish I could ground you for the next 30 years. Oh, my goodness. You know, have you ever had a kid who did something where you were like, why no. are you a teenager? Uh-uh. Why are you a teenager? Never, never did. And so when they get to that age, you're like, well, I want to stay home and see the little kids. Yes. From when I used to like you on Halloween and not when I had to sit there and argue with you and your buddies about trying to go to a different neighborhood because I know you just want to get into tomfoolery, but no, we're just going to go trick or treat. I promise you. I yes. don't know. I didn't grow up. I didn't, I didn't have any of those issues growing up. Final <laughs> thoughts. But you want to see the little kids. Oh, they're the cutest. You yeah. want to see them. They're gonna, it's going to be fun tonight. And then we're, we're lucky. We've got one of the neighborhood houses is going to be home base for a big after the little kids. After our little kids are all under three and under, they're going to go out and get the job done early. And then we get a handout candy to the older kids oh. at one house where we do just one big get together and oh, do pizza and I see. snacks and and that'll be that'll be fun because you do it is it is still fun to see the creative Halloween costumes. It's great. It's only the only downfall is a Monday night and well, possibly rain. Jay, one of my favorite yeah doggone it. One of my favorite games and I gotta do it this weekend because it was great. Friday we got to do a trunk or treat with Coyote Country. Yes. Just down the street it was a really awesome event. But I love every year Seeing kids' costumes and trying to make sure I still know what they are. Right. Because as every year goes by, I get older and older and further and further away from pop culture and stuff. Yeah. Yep. And I have to ask, now what are you? And I'm thankful I'm still a 40-year-old who plays 13-year-olds Fortnite because yeah. I did recognize about half the kids That's with cool. their Fortnite costumes. But there was plenty I thought, oh no. I don't know what show I don't know what show that is. I don't know what show that is. I don't know what what that is. Yeah, that's the next level of being out of it when you go, "Oh, hey, what are you?" and they go, "I'm so and so." And you go, "What what is that?" And you don't even so, know where it's from. And they're so proud. Oh, they, yeah. They are they are so proud that they are so and so from the so and so show. Right, exactly. And you and you just have to sit there. Thank goodness it happened to me only one time and the next car was a house or a car full of blueies. And I'm like, "Okay, I know Bluey. I can sing Bluey to you, but the car before you, I had no idea what they were, and I had to be like, oh, yeah, you look, you nailed it. Yeah, you're like, that's you perfect. It. I knew that. Oh, you're, you're great. Final thoughts. That's all you have to say no matter what. Great. That's all you have to say. No matter what. Oh, you're so-and-so from... It- the age is like Stranger eight. Things. Yeah, I could tell. That's a what a great character. Good job in the costume, honey. Jane, it's that age between eight and thirteen. That's the one. The little kids, you know the little. Kids. Oh yeah, you know what those are. are pretty the, big. Those are obvious, yeah. The eight to thirteen, they are out showing off what they love, getting creative. I mean, yeah, it's like doggone it. I don't know what you love anymore, kids. You knucklehead kids. 
Uh, Going to be a first time ever for us with a weird Halloween with the my son's team showing up at the house. And so they're going to be there for handing out a little bit of the early, real small kids candy. We're making all the college athletes hand out the candy. That, that should be fun. And then this is why I took tomorrow off. Because after then they got to go to a practice and then they're going to come back to the house and eat dinner around 9. Oh my gosh, what? Normally, I'd be like, hey, guys, I'm going to bed. Honey, enjoy serving 24 people dinner. Oh, my gosh. At 9 p.m. And I love it. You you need to stay up. It's your boys. They are not. They don't live at home anymore. So right. You, you, this is going to be fun hangout. You're going to meet the yeah, – I'm sure you know a lot of them, but you're going to hang with the teammates, yeah. which will be super cool. I, I, I'm dying to know. Denise now is feeding, you said, 24. Mm-hmm. College basketball players who I have seen a college basketball player eat. It never ends. Yeah. What in the world are you possibly having for dinner tonight? I think we're having the... We're doing... Well, I know, not think. I know because I've seen the number of jars of Alfredo. Chicken Alfredo in the most giant slow cooker crock pot. I mean, there's crock pots everywhere. <laughs> the whole kitchen just got crock pot. One for each kid, really. I mean, I mean at that age and that level of athleticism, it's one for each kid. And then oh she's like, should gosh. we get some salad? Should we do salad? I go, uh, yeah. by the way, apparently, I don't know, is there a salad shortage in the world? I don't know what's happening. We, but when you try to buy 800 heads of lettuce, <laughs> apparently they didn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> is there another team in town that might maybe a different mom <laughs> maybe, beat you Maybe, I don't know. You need to take notes because Wednesday, I want the full review of the highlights and lowlights of having 24 college boys or 24 college kids and coaches in your house on Halloween night eating dinner at 9 o'clock after handing out candy. Oh, it's amazing. Good grief. And what time do you guys go to bed? The the big 99.9 Coyote Country. I'm going to bed.